1: The Australian Ghost Whisperer with Katarina Legato and James Jennings. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. Hope you're well.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, so, James.
1: Hey, Katarina. Uh, now, as you know, we're in spooky season. It's uh, it's October. We've got we've got. Actually, do you know what, Katarina? Spooky season is probably every day for you. Would that be oh yeah, correct? I have
0: spooky season all the time with all the spooky houses I go to visit, and people call me to clear. I talk to ghosts all the time, so it's always spooky season for me. Has been since the day I was born, almost. <laughs> <I reckon. laughs> that's that's probably very accurate. Uh,
1: but for you know, for me mortals, spooky season is right now in October halloween on october 31st is obviously huge Um, it used to be not such a big thing in australia but as most cultural things from the us it's sort of Mm. slowly come over to australia and it's become a big thing people get dressed up they do you know the the carved jack-o-lantern pumpkins they go out they do trick-or-treating so it's it's suddenly become a thing in australia which i'm fine with i mean some people you know don't like the uh the u.s Customs and traditions invading Australia, but you could argue that the whole Christmas Santa thing is uh, a, a custom that we've adopted from America. With you know, uh, you know, did you know, Katarina, that that Santa being white and red is because it was because something to do with Coca-Cola. Like Coca-Cola um, pushed that image because it matched the Coke colours. That's a really flaky way of describing it, but trust me. Yeah, could... I
0: know. I, think, I did hear that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so everyone thinks it,
0: It's that... like the Maccas, isn't that red? Oh, McDonald's
1: is red and, and
0: yellow. Red and but, yellow. Um... Oh, that's red and yellow. Yeah, not that I take because I absolutely think that it's the most repulsive thing on this planet. <laughs> it,
1: it is that's repulsive. It repulsive is Repulsive
0: in every way. It mm-hmm. is
1: disgusting. It is disgusting. But, you know... Anyway, these, these traditions that, that sort of start getting part of our cultural makeup, Halloween is obviously massive. So I wanted to talk about Halloween with you uh, and also talk a bit about Halloween's history because everyone just thinks it's all about, you know, dressing up, uh, you know, as, as you know, uh, in fancy dress and, and, and getting the lollies and all that kind of stuff. But like where it actually comes from. It's really weird cat, like the whole yeah. history of Halloween is bizarre and it's actually so far, disconnected for what it is now that mm-hmm. people I don't think would actually realise. Um, and of course, I want to hear your spiritual insights into Halloween and the energy it generates and and what it means mm-hmm. from that
0: perspective. But shall I shall I touch upon the history of Halloween? Yeah, tell what? me a little about the history. Yeah, Sorry. I've never been yeah that interested in it to look into the history of it. To be honest, but yeah, well, tell.
1: it is it is pretty interesting. So. Halloween actually translates roughly to meaning Saints' Evening, um, and it has a Christian origin. So uh, it was a celebration that was observed in many countries uh, on 31st of October, as it still is, um, and it was on the eve of the West, Western Christian feast of All Saints' Day. Um, it begins the observance of All Hallow Tide, the time in the lit- 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 liturgical liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, uh, which were known as hallows, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. So it's kind of like a celebration of, you know, saints, and people who've passed and, and but in a Christian tradition, but the way that people go, carry on now, which is they go in Halloween and they've It's more you know, of a pagan tradition now. Yeah. Well there's you know, people dress up with like, you know, knives through their head and, and bloody yeah.
0: and it's and, very dark. Right. Yeah. What's I've oh, gone, finished. Sorry, I've cut into your explanation. No, no, that's okay. Look,
1: that's this is this is what I find fascinating. Is it seems quite dark now? People are into the horror films and mm-hmm. and dressing up all bloodied and
0: whatnot. Like vampires and things. So they're summoning an energy. So whatever you wear, whatever you put on, you're summoning an energy. So what happens in Halloween is people are summoning creatures like vampires, um, demons the a deaf in that dark gruesome way they're mm. summoning spirits that are earthbound they're summoning um all kinds of um you know unearthly beings beings from other lower dimensions to enter so they're opening up even though people think it's just fun whatever you do you're emitting an energy so if you're dressing up with the whole costume of a vampire and the teeth and you're actually even though you're having fun that's great have fun doing it but you are actually helping to summon that vampiric energy into your life and into your atmosphere Mm. so to me in halloween i always feel like the energy is really dark and i just want to cover myself and my home my loved ones in 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 light and give no permission for any of that to enter into my reality. I would never dress my child as a vampire or a witch or a demon or the, those death, those skulls. Um, mm. I just, because I've come to understand energy so well. So when yeah. we actually, you know, dress like that or we, we are actually summoning that energy into our lives. And God knows we have enough darkness on this planet by adding on. And what I must say is that all the archons and the dark creatures are aware of this summoning mm. of these that goes on, that the human, silly humans, they're like little babies, don't really understand energy, but they will take advantage of that and help open up the doorway so that more of these creatures can come in to affect us, to affect humanity. So that's all that happens at Halloween. It's a trick invented. It's a program, again, invented by the dark side to keep humanity in a state of silliness and stupidity, thinking this is all really fun. Mm. But the dark side who are very smart? Well, they're not smart, but they know how crafty, to crafty, are using that as your all you little humans are going to be opening up doorways so that we can come and create more havoc on Earth.
1: Mm. Yeah, so the and that's
0: my interpretation of Halloween. Sorry, guys, I know that maybe you're going <laughs> trick and treating with your go- kids, and you're going, oh my God, she just blew my my adventure out the door, but you know,
1: Katarina's just ruined you, Halloween. But it I'm like sorry, it but like ruined.
0: everything is energy. We're yeah. energy. The 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 laptop we're using is energy. The doors and everything in this world is energy. So whatever you, however you're using that energy. It comes back to you in mm. the way. So if you're using energy and you're putting out loving vibes every day, you're dressing in colours that are bright. You 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 know you've got a, a smile on your face. You're emitting that beautiful energy out. If you're dressed in black all the time and you're miserable and you're unhappy, or you're even pretending to you know to be a monster or mm. whatever, then. You know, you do that enough times, you will draw those entities to you. And remember that every entity, whether it's a demon, a vampire, a reptilian type being, whatever the archon, they have realms. They have many more of them. Just like the angels, there's angelic realms. We all want to be surrounded by angelic realms so we might have angelic images in our home or angelic cards or I have a little angel behind me so we're drawing in at the angelic realm because it feels beautiful and loving and they're here to help humanity mm. but when you are dressing in images that are the opposite of that then you're going to draw that into your life and you know a one-time may not do too much harm. But if you consistently do this year after year after year after year, eventually it's going to become something solidified in your life that you've created, that you've brought into your reality field. Whether you've done it out of stupidity or fun or you've done it on purpose, you know, it. It you are a creator, so you are created. So it's very important to... Watch what you're creating. Look at what you're creating. Look at what you're putting in your home, what you're putting in your bedroom, what you're wearing as clothes. Mm, mm. That's how you create your reality.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, look, the the tradition of getting dressed up. Uh, yeah, sorry, appara- Joe. No, 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 like... no. It's, no, this is what I want. I want you to weigh in and, and give me your, your vibe on things, Kat. Um, yeah, well, it is the whole tradition of the dressing up yeah it is but you know what's interesting why is you don't have what's don't, part of that oh so it just goes back to the 19th century in ireland and scotland apparently kids used to get dressed up and they called it guising uh which is just short for disguising uh and then that tradition kind of like moved over to america and then america ran with it, and has become this whole other thing and like uh, one theory that i read Apparently, someone was trying to look at it from a religious perspective, and they're like, "Oh, it's about uh, looking at these creatures and demonic things that once made us uh, be afraid and tremble." um, But we're poking fun at it to show that it has no power. But I don't feel like that's why people are doing it. People aren't dressing up as these horrific creatures and scary things because they're poking fun at the dark side. I feel like it's you do get the sense that it's more like I'm. It's fun to cosplay as these dark things, which do, do you think that that's kind of like more in line with well, I,
0: as I, It's not really fun when you've conjured up something. You're conjuring. We're, we all have the spark of the God creator within us, whether you be, believe in God or not. We are creators in our own right. Mm. So whatever we wear, whatever we do, however we speak, we are creating yes. particular energy around us. Yeah. So these kids that are wary, I don't know, it's fun, but maybe, maybe you can put something on a bit nicer. Like, um, you know, if you want to go trick and treating, well, maybe you get your child dressed in an A. I I know that's a bit hard for a boy. I don't know what you could use, maybe an elemental, like an earth elemental, a fairy, a, that's what I don't you... know what else could be cute for a boy. Can't uh, think of it. else. Look, it's, it's easy with girls, you can do like little angel wings. Or, I, I think but girls there are male angels. angels. I would have done that. Yeah, they can. Yeah, but some boys may not want to be angels. Sure. So they could probably be like a little, you know, earth elemental, you know, part of the tree. There's like little, yep. little. You know, what do they call those elementals that live in the trees? Like nature spirits? Um,
1: like sprites? Yeah,
0: like a nature spirit. Yeah. Mm. Maybe something like that might be nicer for a boy.
1: Yeah. Well, and then this whole vampire thing. That's It's interesting you mentioned that, Kate, because I was going to say you don't really see a festival where everyone gets dressed up as like really bright, positive... I mean, look, there are festivals where people do do that, but like, you know, where's the festival of dressing up as like positive, loving
0: <laughs> and yeah, creatures? Yeah, people and, try uh, and be. I oh, know this is that. a beautiful, why do we not have a festival where people can dress up and be really loving and sweet and kind for the day? Yeah, and do good deeds. Why is everything that you've got to dress up in something dark and sinister with blood all over you? I American mean, and stories. even Christmas, people say, oh, Christmas is a period of joy and happiness. Uh, uh, I, I ain't seen no joy and happiness. People are like, I'm so frustrated. I've got to go buy all these presents yeah. I can't afford. I've got to sit around with family that I don't like. I've got to go visit these people. I've got to do that. I've got to... I, I very rarely hear anybody go, oh, it's so special, and I just love, you know, how we all get together and, sing Christmas hymns. I've not heard that ever in my whole over 30 years of doing this work. Everybody's like, oh my God, can oh, yeah. you believe it's Christmas again? All these presents, all this stress. Yeah, people and, get stressed out. So everything has become so stressful. We should just have a celebration that is not about presents. Yep. That's just about you know going out for the day and you know, if you see somebody on the streets who needs a few dollars, give them some. How can exactly. you go to, a, you know, one of those kitchens where, you know, that are run by Vinnies or give some clothes or, you know, a day of how can I share something with somebody else that is in need?
1: Exactly. Imagine
0: how, what a beautiful vibe that would create if the whole country celebrated a day of love mm. where we all give, we share, whom we want to give and share.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I
0: don't find Christmas at all a time to be merry. I'm sorry, I just don't. Um, There is, as everybody knows, I am a great animal lover um, and there are billions of those beautiful little turkeys killed. So that to me is a sacrifice of all those innocent little beings that are raised in the most dreadful conditions, Mm. to then be murdered and tortured and baked in an oven, to me I don't see any joy in that. Um, So, you know, really I think we need to look at what we're celebrating and what we're eating and what we're using to celebrate with. Does it really resonate with our hearts? If we all began to make those choices from our hearts, like, How does this really resonate with my heart? What would love choose Mm. for this festival called, for example, Christmas? What would love choose? Yeah. You know, okay, I want to go out and celebrate Halloween. I want my kids to, okay, so what would, as in my place, state of love, what would I choose for my child to wear? And then you get your child to feel the love and say, what does your heart tell you you want? How do you want to dress up? Mm. is that as an example and that way you know maybe that child you'd be teaching them to be more in their hearts and they might turn around and go oh you know wow i need to really think about what i want to wear maybe i don't want to put on the vampire suit yeah it's just a matter of you know getting people in their hearts
1: yeah, absolutely
0: the more we can get into our hearts and make those choices and decisions from our hearts then the truth can be revealed because the heart will only ever show you the truth your head will tell you what you've been programmed to believe mm. we're very programmable as human beings so our head will always say All your life, you've been taught to believe that this is the way you celebrate Christmas. This is how you celebrate Halloween, but your heart will show you a very different outcome. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: so I want to get into a bit more of the Halloween history and get your take on it, because there does seem to be a bit of a supernatural bent to it. So you might be able to sort of like give me your impression of of what you think this all means. So are you ready for a, a bit more of a history lesson? Yes, let's do the history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's interesting. Uh, oh, at least I think so. Um, so look, one of the theories about Halloween and, and the traditions are uh, that it was influenced by um, Celtic harvest festivals, so um, you know it has pagan roots essentially. Mm. Um, so there was a basically a Gaelic festival called Samhain. I'm, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but let's just go with that for now. And, yeah and it was seen as basically um, when you mark the beginning of winter so going into like a darker half of the year uh and it was seen as a time when the boundary between the world and the other world or the spirit world thinned Um, and that meant that spirits or fairies or other beings could more easily come into this world and were particularly active Uh, now during this particular period of time they were both respected and feared these other beings with individuals often invoking the protection of god when approaching their dwellings. So, I, I guess they had particular places on earth where you could find them. Um, so, these beings apparently were appeased to ensure that people and livestock survived the winter. Uh, and offerings of food and drink and portions and crops were left outside for them. And also, the souls of the dead were also said to be revisiting their homes seeking hospitality. So, places were set at the dinner table. And by the fire to welcome returning dead people, <laughs> right? This happened. This is real. So there was a belief that the souls of the dead would return home on that night of the year, and they must be appeased. Um, and apparently, that is goes back to ancient times and can be found in many cultures. So it's not specific to this. Apparently, that mm-hmm. belief goes back a long way. Yeah. Um, so as an example in 19th century ireland candles would be lit and prayers were formally offered for the souls of the dead and then after that they would celebrate by eating and drinking and playing games and whatnot so what are your feelings kat about this i guess pagan view of uh the barriers between worlds are thinning there are the beings we need to please these beings yeah i think
0: that's happening even now that the vows between the worlds are thinning yep Uh, and i believe that they were again you know, again, they were setting an intention that um, they were inviting their loved ones on the other side to make contact with them, which is not. That's fine, you know. I don't. I think that's that's lovely if you want to do that. I mean, your loved ones, you're always connected to them, even if they have passed away, because the energy of the scalar energy of the heart, the love can never be broken. So you're mm. always connected to your loved ones. But I guess they're using a particular festi- festivity time to really invoke and to set an intention that they're inviting loved ones in. And, um, yeah, I think that that's lovely. Um, you know, you're drawing in the fairies, you're drawing in the, um, hopefully some nice things like i said again it's what are, what are you drawing in again it, you know the whether we're using the christian version or the pagan version it's the same thing what are you invoking so mm. the very fact that we think of halloween as a spooky time when the dead resurrect and come to the surface we're actually manifesting that as a you know as a as as each of us think of that we're manifesting it as a um as a sorry, what's the word when we're all together in our consciousness Unity consciousness yes yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that we're creating you know we're all kind of connected our consciousnesses are all connected kind of with each other we're like little antennas mm. and we're all you know creating that we're thinking this is the time where the dead come to you know, resurrected and they come and walk the earth and so again it's where is this is this coming from a place within you of feeling spooked out? Well then you're gonna draw that and you will have some spooky experiences with it. Um you know do we want to resurrect the dead? Not really. We need to kind of leave them alone and let them find and be in their own where they need to be. So sure. we should not really be summoning dead people, that's mm. my belief. Yep. It's a different to inviting a loved one in their presence or sitting and, you know, going into your heart and thinking about someone that you love that's on the other side and feeling that connection. That's a different thing, but invoking that the dead will rise out of their graves and walk around like zombies.
1: Yeah, I it's... Mean, it's a bit odd, isn't it? It's it. It does seem like the the roots of it come from something. I don't know. A bit a bit brighter and lighter, which is you know. Yeah, the...
0: it's yeah, it's a little brighter and lighter, of course. Yeah, it is a little, but yeah, but it, to what degree? Yeah. You know what are they? Some of it is, and some of it's still a bit dark because they're still summoning the dead. They're still saying the veils between the worlds are quite thin. They always have been, which is why there's so many psychics and people that can see beyond the 3D realm. Because the veils are quite thin. I can tell you that. They're not really that thick. It's just that, you know, we just think that we're we we forget that we are part of many many other dimensions and within those dimensions exist other dimensions and other realities and other races and other beings mm. we're not the only ones here yep but again if you were to physically see a spirit if you're summoning that and you're you'd be ready that you may see a a spirit then through your physical eyes because the strength of, if you're summoning it with real intensity, then you will see that. And I think then you're going to get super scared. Yeah. And the thing is
1: as well, Kat, I think a lot of people who haven't had supernatural experiences or they've never seen a ghost or what have you, uh, they intentionally try and invoke these things because they're like, Mm -hmm. I want proof. I want proof. And, you know I can tell you from personal experience like you can you can want to do that but the reality of it actually happening what it does you might rethink that like you might rethink too did I really want that to happen like Mm, mm. you know it's it's be careful what you wish for and yeah exactly mm, because if it happens and it's unpleasant then you've kind of got no one else to blame because you're the one who's Mm. been actively bringing it on but there does seem Like it's a dangerous thing to basically go, oh, we welcome in all the spirits on this night because who knows what the hell you're inviting
0: in, right? Well, you're opening up doorways for anything to come in and then you're going to have to deal with that consequence of something coming in, um, some parasitic entity coming in to parasite your energy Mm. or to haunt you or to attach itself to you and then what are you going to do? Then you're going to be looking for people like me to help you and clear you and clear your house and get rid of a. It's like, I I think I feel that the time has come on this planet that we we need to become of a much higher consciousness and be much more in touch with our inner world, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what we're invoking, what we're bringing. This is a time of great change and shift on this planet where yes it could be a lot of fun but really what is it really doing what is it Mm. really what are we really doing here? what's it sending out an event yeah what are we really manifesting do we really need to open up more doorways for more entities to come in Mm. uh no do we really need more love? And maybe that should be the festival we're focusing on of, of where we can all come together in a state of more love and unity. Probably, yes. Yeah. Um, because sometimes these things may not show up straight away. They may show up a week later, a month later, years later. Some, some. It's all a ritual. Everything's a ritual. So a ritual that you may have done a year ago and you've probably forgotten about it could show up in your life 10 years later, because you've Mm. already emitted an energy, you've already done a ritual, and behind that ritual could be some sort of entity that you've invoked. Mm. Well, That entity will come. They will come. If you've invoked it, whether it's a year later, two years later, whether it's the next day or whether it's that very moment, that entity will come. If you've called it in, that entity will come. Mm. And then when that entity comes... What are you going to do with it? You 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 invoked it. It's like you created it. What are you going to do with that creation? Mm. Are you going to run and get scared because, oh, my God, you're never going to think that I created this. I did that ritual a year ago. Well, I invoked the, the dead and whatever you did, um, which I've come across a lot of people who have done that, and I've gone, did you do a ritual? They're like, oh, I did that so many years. It was just a bit of fun with my girlfriends. You know, we were playing around with candles or the Ouija board or and it's like, well, no, that's still yeah. that's still energy still exists. It doesn't go away. Unless you know how to banish and clear it.
1: Which people typically don't. <laughs> so if you're
0: gonna play with the supernatural, know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Be aware of what you're invoking. But like I said, bring it back to you. Always become aware of any ritual, even a prayer is a ritual, you know. Yeah. Getting on your knees and going to church is a ritual. What are you invoking? You know, yeah. just remember that. What is this something I'm invoking for the betterment of myself and humanity or is this just something that's a little bit of fun and nothing's going to come of it? Oh. Yeah, I think something will come of it eventually. It does everything, all our actions, it it just all catches up with us. Yeah.
1: Look, do you know what, even even in my life, uh, the stories I've heard from people who've invoked things and then suddenly got crap scared about it is high. Like people who have messed around with Ouija boards, with rituals. I, I got told by an old school friend of mine recently that when, I think her and her friends um had I, I, it might have been like a horror themed um but party or goth, something. Goth 13th birthday party that's it was a oh. goth, gothic themed um 13th birthday party and they were doing this ritual to try and get one of their friends to levitate and it worked they actually yeah. of course it worked they actually had her and they looked at it and they kind of like got so freaked out and then I bet. And then someone's dad came around the corner and they broke concentration and she went back to the ground, but that worked. And then I've heard stories Mm -hmm. about uh, another friend of mine told me that when she was a teenager, her and her friends got the Ouija board out and that the glass they were using, you know, the glass that moves around on the letters. Shattered. No, it got, it got picked up and thrown against the wall and smashed in front of them and. To this day, they still don't like talking about it because of how freaky it
0: was. So They're freaked out. Yeah, look, I've gone to lots of houses where doors open. I've been pushed. I've been strangled by spirits. I've copped it all. I mean, not so much now, but when I first started out, I was quite a novice at all of this. Mm. Gosh, I had some new stuff happening. They will come for you. Yep. I can tell you that from experience. They will find you <laughs> exactly. and come from you. So I don't want to ruin Halloween. But I think we have. <laughs> I think we
1: already so. have.
0: <laughs> but I'm doing you guys a favour. Exactly. I'm doing your kids a favour, but being truthful about it. Exactly. So I think, you know, we think it's all a bit of fun and stupidity, but it's not really.
1: Yeah yeah and we don't like to fairy floss things on the australian ghost whisperer do we cat we like to keep it real
0: well that in my experience of look i'm not here that i know everything but in my experience of doing this paranormal work of being involved with you know doing so many clearings on people and you know i've got to know the other side pretty well especially the dark side i've uh, they, I've been under their radar all my life. I've been dodging them <laughs> because of what I do. They don't like me much. So, yeah. you know, in my experience, I would advise against it, but, you know, it's your free will and choice. There you go. What you like. Yep. Have fun, but
1: Have don't come crying so
0: Yeah, dirty. don't call me and say, but can I put protection? No, it doesn't. You can't. You can't. Because I'm just gonna because I've had this thrown at me and I don't want a whole lot of people. If I dress my child as a vampire, can I put light around them? Well, no, the light's just going to help um, give that what the dressing, whatever you've put or, put them in, more energy. Right. Okay. The light reflects your. So if you've dressed a child in a little vampire suit and then you think you're going to protect them in white light. That light's going to amplify the vampire suit.
1: Okay, there you go. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Another hot tip from Katarina. All right, well now. Well, hot we- tip
0: is you know dress your children and to to be loved, to feel love for the day. Yeah. To yeah. act like their little hearts or something silly like that. For yeah. heaven's
1: sake. Keep it cute. Keep it cute.
0: Get them to speak to their hearts. Get them to communicate with their hearts. Teach them stuff like that. Imagine what kind of
1: beautiful world we'll have. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, Katarina, now we've thoroughly ruined Halloween for everyone. Yeah, sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> Let's say bye, everyone. Well, happy not Halloween is yes. more what I wish everybody. <laughs>
1: I bet not see you doing any fancy dress this year, Katarina oh yes
0: i i like to just tempt tempt the devil and i'll dress after it. i
1: think you look you'd look kind of like kind of cool in like like a witch outfit like you know the the point <laughs> that look kind of cool on you don't do it though. no guys. no no thank you <laughs> all no. right well let's leave it there and uh we will see you again next week for more shenanigans
0: more shenanigans next week bye everybody Lots of love. Enjoy. Enjoy your week. Indeed. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. To gain access to private spiritual
1: development classes, guided meditations, and live Q&As with Katerina, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the Australian Ghost Whisperer.